fucking hit the road Our land is our home Welcome back to another episode of Our Landers Podcast. I'm Jaime and I'm with my good amigo Kingston. What's going on? What's up, dude? We have some like a really good guest. I've been following I'm him in, for a while. I'm into the guest uh, speakers here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It makes it way more fun because we're kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, we're starting to get boring for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we have a good guest. Uh, if you guys don't follow him, you definitely should. Not only does he have looks like the sickest life ever, but sickest rigs for sure. So powers four by four. What's up, Colin? What's up, guys? How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me. He's having a he's having a Land Cruiser day. Is he? At least that's what I saw. <laughs> yeah, it's not been a great day today. That's for sure, right? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I came back to Des Moines. We're like you kind of alluded to. We're living in our camper right now. We sold our house here in Des Moines, Iowa, just because the housing market was so great, mm-hmm. and decided the better time never been a better time to sell your house and not jump into another house right away. So. We bought a camper for a tenth of the price of our house and living on the road now. My girlfriend and I and our two cats living in a travel trailer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> living the life. Living and the uh, life. so I, I came back to Des Moines and I still have uh, a couple Land Cruisers in storage. My old FJ55 that's actually in the shop and my Prado, my LJ78, uh, it just got out of the shop, mm-hmm. fixed the radiator, hose, fixed some other stuff on it. Because uh, it overheated and blew blew a radio radiator hose off the last time we were here. Jeez! And my my buddy Rich got that all fixed up for me. Had it sitting at my brother's house when I got off the plane last night, and took it out this morning. Made it about ten miles to the bank, and uh, it overheated again. Oh shit! And so I had to get it towed to my buddy's shop again. Uh, I mean, it's the the Prado, uh, the it's the Toyota. Two LTE, like notoriously horrible motor, uh, <laughs> and over overheats all the time, and head gaskets cracking and stuff. So that might really be what happened. I might have really ruined it this time. We'll see. But yeah. it's not been a great day. It's yeah. so funny too, because like when you look at those Land Cruisers, especially the one the one you just posted, it was so forward, Colin. You're literally like, if you didn't know, the Toyota Two LTE motor is absolute trash. <laughs> You're like, I can only imagine you typing that out, just like, fuck this car, and why the yeah. hell do I still have this thing? It's so good. Oh, man. But they look yep. so sweet, dude. Like, that thing looks like it can go, like, to Cape Town and see Egypt in, like, the same freaking day. Yeah, if you had the right, <laughs> if you had the right engine in it, it could. <laughs> if it had a better engine. Are you going to really take that thing to Fit Garage? I hope so. I've just sent him a message and I told him what I'm looking to do and get try to get his opinion. And that's, we're actually we're actually camping out trying to buy there. Oh, yeah. We were in Bend one day and then we're up north of Portland now. But it's like, man, if only I had the Prado out here, I could have just dropped it off there, had it towed there. Yeah, man. But I, might, I would have to ship it out there, which might be worth it. We'll see. Yeah. Do you do you enjoy? I mean, there's definitely that level of like accomplishment when you look at your garage and you're like hell yeah i have you know you have what is it like four four rigs in the travel trailer right now yeah i actually do yeah so i got the the two land cruisers we got the my old uh ford explorer that my girlfriend drives now pretty sick um 
No, nobody ever wants to talk about that one. But I like that. Thing. I, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, I like it. It's holding on there. It's got about 170,000 miles on it, which I've put almost all those on there. Um, before I kind of got into more off-roading stuff, uh, that's what I that's what I was driving. But that's what got me into off-roading was the Explorer just couldn't get me a lot of places. Or I didn't have the confidence in it getting me a lot of places. I guess it maybe could have uh-huh. if I was willing to push it a little harder. But uh, yeah, and then where you've got the the uh, F-250 that I just bought, I had to sell the Tundra, unfortunately. Uh, luckily, my buddy Steve bought it, so I still I got to ride in it today. He's the one who picked me up when the, when the when the engine blew. So damn, uh, I got to ride in got to ride in the old Tundra today. Uh, but yeah, sold that to to get a real tow tow truck or tow rig, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, for the camper. So I'm pretty happy so far with the the F-250 Tremor has been pretty nice. I know Kingston and I have talked about it a little yeah. bit, but things so awesome. yeah, yeah. The bigger truck has just been, it's been real nice for towing, that's for sure. Yeah. Hey, that you bought, you bought like, if you're going to be towing that trailer around, <clears throat> yeah. you, you essentially needed to get a tow rig, you know, because a Tundra was amazing, but that's a big trailer you had towing. Plus, all the weight on the Tundra, it's like, damn, yeah. you were really. Really sending. I was at the thing. I was at the limits of I was at the limits of and maybe past the limits of the, of the payload and the the towing capacity in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I another thing was too my kind of my biggest concern was having the tundra was great because you unhook the trailer and then I still can go out and do trails and stuff and and camp with the with the go fast on the back mm-hmm. um, yeah. away from our camper. But the problem was I I was really getting hesitant to do any real trails. Cause if I broke something, then we had no way of, of getting any, like we were stuck oh. there until the Tundra got fixed. Even, I've never so it thought made me that. nervous. That'd be scary yeah, as hell. Kinda, yeah. Like, cause we, we, I mean, you'd have to rent a super duty or something, which I don't know how easy that is. It sounds pretty expensive, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last so thing we'll you want to do is blow an axle and then you're literally stranded at a campsite, which you're not necessarily stranded cause you have your trailer is literally your house, but just, just also the finances of breaking something and then having to find the rental and then repairing it before you can hit the next yeah. spot. You know, it's it's definitely a pain. So I, I I can see where you're coming from on that thing. Yeah, and at, and at this point we're moving like every two weeks or so from campsites too. So if, if we're stuck there and we are supposed to be out of the campsite in two days, mm-hmm. they, I mean, they'll obviously if you can't move, you can't move. But then it throws a wrench in their whole setup where they've got somebody else coming in for that spot maybe yeah uh that, that you've just created a headache for other people too so oh uh, yeah that's a good point that uh so you like an f-250 so far or are you loving it i am so for for towing it's awesome it's, it's unbelievable and it's kind of like a cliche thing that people are like oh yeah you can't even feel the trailer back there but compared to towing with the tundra which wasn't terrible this is just it's noticeably just so much smoother and yeah. it's really effortless for that for that truck to pull the trailer yeah um once we unhook it, I have had it on like mostly just like fire roads and things, but the thing rides rough as hell on the, <laughs> yeah. On the trail. Yeah. <laughs> Those things That's are like, sure. I've, I've even heard like people literally when they're not towing anything, have sandbags in the bed just to like kind of calm the springs down, you know? Yep. For That's- sure. I can see that being a great idea because it is <laughs> it's going, we went over a washboard road and I like I just couldn't even like my stomach was about to come out my throat. It was just crazy. <laughs> so you haven't touched any. I'm guessing you've left the tremor suspension on there, right? So far, yeah. And that's I'm really I'm trying to keep this 
as stock for as long as I can. Yeah. Just yeah. to really to really get what I need out of it. And then I can make, I'm going to maybe start doing something. Like I definitely want to just throw 37s on there, uh, as soon as I can. But after that, like I really, like I, I really want to keep it as stock as I can. And that way, the more stuff that I do to it, if I really start noticing like, all right, I lost, I lost a lot of torque there. I lost a lot of my, my MPGs went down too yeah. much there. That, that, yeah. that mod maybe was, isn't going to be worth it. Things like that. So, yeah, we'll see. It's tough though, because I mean, you just start looking on the internet at all the things you can do, and man, it's endless, dude. <laughs> it well, is I, so endless. Yeah. I, I think uh, Corey's because Corey has the same truck. Um, that suspension yep. is just like just a game changer in regards to big, you know, the big like Harley suspension is just a you know it's such a big yep. improvement, but it is quite expensive. So yeah, um, it's a hard uh, pill to swallow on that one, but yeah. That's, yeah, that seems so, to be like the most bang. Oh well, bang for your buck is probably the wrong term. <laughs> yeah. Definitely putting a the buck mo- out there. <laughs> you better get yeah. a bang. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But yeah, that that curly pin top is definitely like that's what everybody seems to go with. Yeah, for, for even upgrade. Even maybe the backpacker or backpacker backpack. I don't know. Whatever the yeah. next one down is might be worth it too. Because I'm assuming the. Yeah, it's just super stiff and with the solid axles and stuff, you know. I'm not too yeah. familiar with, like, the Super Duties or anything like the quarter-ton trucks or half-ton trucks or whatever. What are they considered? Call well, it, is it a half-ton? His is a half-ton or a uh, three-quarter-ton. Three-quarter-ton? Yeah, three-quarter, yeah. The Tundra is a half-ton. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't... I just heard if you get the Carly, it apparently just, like, softens and makes the ride comfortable. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, it's you know reservoir uh, suspension, so yeah. it's automatically yeah significantly better. I'm assuming. Do they? W- yeah. Carly doesn't actually make the suspension though. They just are like the fabricators and kind of engineers behind it. They, I think they use King. Yeah. Right? As like the yep. bodies, but then they tune the they they can tune the suspension for the vehicle. Got so it. if it's for F two fifty, it's tuned for that. Versus if it's for you know. 3500 or 2500 yeah. it's a little just tuned differently but so you go yeah. to them because they know like they have it freaking dialed yeah they probably do the r&d on each yeah. truck or whatever and then it's yeah yeah it's better yeah. better ride for that particular model crazy shit i mean even colin you're just talking about like you just got it you want to keep it stock but you're like i want to throw 37s on there like well i think it's he, so hard you it... can with just stock suspension oh hell yeah dude so yeah you're some people say you got to do a leveling kit uh, so you have no rubbing, but I've also heard people say you don't have to do anything. So yeah, I guess we'll see. Well, shit. Either way, it's pretty badass. The fact that you already have a winch on it doesn't the trimmer tremor like yeah, it comes with it. Yeah, it has like the it's winch. Yeah, sick. it's an option. I and I looked at probably six or seven of these trucks before I found one that was actually for sale and not like a fifteen thousand dollar markup. I mean, I still paid over MSPR or MSRP for mine. Uh huh. But that's just the market that I was, I mean, I was buying a truck at a terrible time to buy a truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it's uh, not one thing, it's another, dude, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's the funniest. It's like the outdoor industry right now. Kingston and I have had like many episodes on it, but it, like it's booming yep. so hard right now, which is great because sales are super steady. But then yep. we're getting on the back end material cost and aluminum and steel is so fucking expensive. So it's like, 
Well, I would hope I have more orders because I'm trying to keep up with the the, the price yeah. increases that I'm getting on the back end here. You know? Yeah, for it's sure. crazy. Yeah, everything just yeah. Like, the, but luckily I was selling my truck too, so I mean I I didn't get totally screwed. Hopefully I was able to on my end selling make up enough to over to compensate for overpaying for my truck too yeah so. yeah that chip shortage that's do? what i've heard huh like for so many trucks the fact that you actually found one like ready to buy yeah for yeah ford, yeah for ford because the chip shortage like is the, the the realest thing right now there's all these trucks yeah. built but they're not for sale because they're missing like this component that chip whatever it is yeah i think yeah, ford has like hard. a ton of them all just sitting in just lots. sitting dude well, yeah, and then like the, out and thinking like Louisville or Indianapolis or something, there's parking lots full of stadium parking lots filled up with Ford trucks. Are That's you crazy. serious? Yeah, there's pictures of that all over the forums that I'm on. Damn. Send me it's the pretty wild. Send me the coordinates. I'll just freaking swoop, swoop, swoop <laughs> yeah. one up, put the chip from my phone <laughs> yeah. in that thing and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, okay, so Kingston had this wild idea a while ago and he's kind of giving me the 411 about you know life on the road and all this this amazing kind of like lifestyle so how has that transition been for you do you have any you know there's always like the romanticism behind so many decisions that we make with our trucks (laughs) and off-roading and just business but what's what's the the reality yeah what's the real deal yeah (laughs) yeah it is i mean we Alyssa and i get this all the time from people friends and family and and people online like man, you guys are living the dream. And this is, that's like, everybody wants to do it. Like it is great. And don't get me wrong. It, I'm super happy we're doing it and we've been loving it, but, uh, living in a camper is great. But I mean, we have, shoot, I don't even remember what the square footage of our, of our place is, but it's tiny. We live in this tiny camp. I mean, it's a nice size camper, but we live in a camper. We, we have one, one big room and our bedroom and we took the door off of our bedroom because the doors all swing open the same direction it was in the way so we actually have one big room uh-huh. and we're in it all the time together uh i mean you have to really be cool with the person you're living with to be with them <laughs> yeah. that close of a space all the time um so and it's great but also you have like we're in a camper where like at your house you go to the bathroom and it's gone. Like it's gone. You don't have to deal with it anymore. Like in a camper, you got to deal with your poop. Like when <laughs> it's still there, like just cause you went to the bathroom doesn't mean you're done dealing with it. Like you got to get empty your tanks and you got to find a place to do that yeah. or clean out the hoses that, that you do that with. Like yeah. it's things like that, that are just like, they're not ideal, but it is, I mean, it's, we still have it better than a lot of people have. So it's not like the worst thing ever, but it's just an, a different way of living than what, most of the people who are, are looking at it, like you're living the dream. It's like, yeah, but there's still a lot of inconveniences and things that, that aren't the, the, the romanticized parts like you were talking about there. Yeah. Like, um, but it's, and it's been a little tough too, because the, we're new to like the RV and cause we're staying at a lot of campsites or almost all campsites that have full hookups. And so the RV community, like those people plan their whole year out at the beginning of the year and so finding campsites is, is tough. We're getting a lot better at it. The more, mm-hmm. the more apps we find out about, um, and by like finding state parks and national parks that or national forests that have full hookups has been like the best stuff that we've found so far. Yep. Cause the sites are, it's not like a KOA where it's basically like a parking lot for old people. Uh, so it's been finding, finding ways to find 
better, cooler, more remote campgrounds has been like the thing that we're getting better at and has really helped us enjoy it more, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've, I used to do the RV. That's how I got into camping when I was like a young, young kid. Um, yeah. That's how we did it. We had an enclosed trailer and a motorhome. And I just remember vividly, like, because my dad, like you had to help, you know, like as, even if you're a kid, like you're <laughs> yeah. emptying out the, the poop, you're doing like the gray water, yeah. you're packing the, you're doing all of it. And I vividly remember all that stuff. Cause it, it's so epic once you're out there, but then when you get back, like unloading is, is like the biggest chore at the end of it. You know, you can't yeah. just put that thing away and call it good. Um, but have For you ever sure. looked into like, would you guys ever think about doing one of those trailer communities and uh, find like an epic spot for like, you know, months at a time and just have, yeah, have a designated spot. Yeah. We actually just booked our first month long spot. It's down, uh, in Southern Utah. Um, and it, I think it's called dark sky or something like that. But oh, yeah, cool. we finally found a place that we thought was going to be cool enough to, without having been there, like it's a long time to commit to a whole month and I'm yeah. sure there's ways to cancel it too, but, uh, it seemed like a cool spot in a cool area with the, with great reviews online. Um, so yeah. And, uh, gosh, what is it? Maybe October. I think we're going to be there for the, the whole month of October, basically. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, that, that's kind of really what I was hoping to do with this whole thing. Cause we're planning to do this for a year and then reassess and see if we want to continue doing this. Mm-hmm. or find a place to settle down a little bit more. But our, I really wanted to get to, because I've already traveled quite a bit over the years for photography and stuff, and I really wanted to get more in-depth into places instead of kind of just cruising through, like, what's off the highway here that I can go see real quick and get back on the road to wherever my destination is, Yeah, was to, to be someplace for a long time and really get into places that you don't see on Instagram or places that locals are going to because you've built a rapport with them and you've seen them out shooting photos someplace. And they're like, come check out this spot with me and let's go so here sick. where you're, you're not going to see this place on the internet, maybe. Um, or at least people haven't told people where it is, if it is on the internet, maybe. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's really hoping to get more in depth into places and, and getting out and, and experiencing things that, that you're not going to see as just a regular tourist. Love it. I think that's amazing. I, I, yeah. There's a quote. I don't know. We were talking in the last podcast. Quotes are always like slip your mind when you want them, but it's like local everywhere. <laughs> you know, like wherever yeah. you go, you're almost becoming like a local in those communities. Yeah. And so you'll get all yeah. the cool ones. Yeah. Long. <laughs> I always, <laughs> the funny one with your Instagram is you are so hyped on Waffle House. So no matter where <laughs> you go, you're always posting Waffle House. Yeah, I want to go there. I love Waffle House. And it's because <laughs> we don't have them in Iowa that I think it's like one of those things. Oh, okay. Like, if you, if you have an In-N-Out burger, you're like, there's tons of places better than In-N-Out burger. Yeah, if you have yeah. a Waffle House, you're like, that place is trash. <laughs> we don't have Waffle House and we don't have In-N-Out burger in Iowa. So I always go to In-N-Out burger and I always go to Waffle House if that's I can find one. Funny. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, that's like something. Kingston and I's Dutch bros. We or, don't have Dutch bros yeah. in Southern yeah. California. So we have Dutch bros like, dude. Yeah. Dutch so bros. Good. Even though it's not like yeah. technically that good. It's so sweet, it's just, dude. It's so bomb. Yeah. I was in Nevada this past weekend and they had Dutch bros everywhere and I yeah. like went every time I could. And the first time yeah. I decided to get like one thing off their menu, which is the Cocomo, that shit was <laughs> yeah. so freaking sugary. Oh uh, yeah. Threw me to the everything, moon. Everything is sugar there. That's very true. But yeah, no. Well, that's I, cool. I, 
I honestly have been to a Dutch Bros twice now that we've been out in the in Oregon. Oh yeah, and because tons. because Kingston has posted it so many times. <laughs> yeah, and I took I took my girlfriend there, and she loves coffee. She worked at a coffee shop before we left Des Moines here. And we pulled up, and she just looks at the menu. She goes, everything looks so sugary just on the pictures from the menu. I mean, it's basically just candy. It's just a liquid version of candy. Yeah. They have, like, the windmill, and the people are so, like, happy. Oh, my God. They're so hyped all the time. They are. And then you get stuck while they're making your drink, and they're, like, forced to make conversation with you. (laughs) Yeah. And they... Both times they've they've asked me the exact same questions. I'm like, you guys just have a script you're reading. On. <laughs> totally. <laughs> they're robots. If you didn't know, yeah. Dutch Bros. It's they don't not. even have people. They just have robots. They're, they're, they yeah, are they're, super nice. They, they do a good job sure. of hiring whoever freaking yeah, works sure. there for sure. Hundred yep. um, yep. percent. So I think yeah. I mean, the, like for Kingston, dude, when you do it, like what he's just doing right now, Colin is going. What is it called? Dark skies. You said. I think so. Yeah, yeah it is. I, just, be a vibe I looked too. it up and I just sent it to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just taking all the pencil down. Yeah, like, we're just, just writing notes. notes. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you did. So I don't think it, we didn't even tell any of the listeners, dude, but you are a photographer by your, like your trade is photography. You yep. are not necessarily like you do landscape photography, but you do a lot of weddings. Correct. I do some weddings. Yeah, I kind of do everything. I really, I never, I, and in hindsight, I wish I'd have focused more on one thing. Uh-huh. Um, but I kind of, when I started doing photography, it was mostly for fun and then kind of just snowballed into work and then kind of snowballed into my full-time job. Um, but I, I kind of would do anything people would pay me for. I mean, I do real estate stuff. I do weddings, do headshots for businesses, do social media content for some people. Uh, shoot music videos for bands in Des Moines. Terrible music videos, but some okay music videos too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like just kind of everything. And landscape has always just been what I did for fun. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of tried selling my prints online, and I didn't. I never had a real good store set up for that. Never had. I never really. I never loved what I was doing online. And so I don't think I pushed it enough for anybody else to really love it. Mm -hmm. And I finally just opportunity two years ago presented itself uh, for me to open a store where I I was selling prints, like basically like a gallery, but not as like uptight. It was much more casual. Um, And so that was actually, I opened it probably five months, four months before the pandemic. So that kind of, as much as it it started off great, uh, it really ended up, not working out a lot of it because it was a social gathering space was mm-hmm. kind of the vibe I had at my store. Mm-hmm. And I have a, like a corner of my, uh, I'd say a fourth of my space. I would, uh, I had kind of set aside for each month. I'd rotate a new artist in there, another, like a friend of mine or another local artist Sick. and let them put their stuff in there and we'd sell their stuff. Um, and have kind of like a event, like open house events to get their friends and family in there, my friends and family in there, kind of see everyone's artwork and uh and it worked out great until the pandemic and then even after the pandemic people just weren't ready for indoor social events so that timing with the housing market being so great for selling just kind of helped push us in the direction of what we're doing now was closing the store was the easy decision to make selling the house was the easy decision to make and my girlfriend and i had just been talking about doing something like this for a while so it's kind of kind of crazy no, I think that's amazing. You just took, um, I mean, there's some, there's so many things that like the pandemic kind of forced people's hands in a certain direction. 
Um, yeah. But when you know, you know. And I think that's like the the biggest premise of life on the road is it's always, it, again, it's romantic. There's, you have this idea that it's going to be the easiest thing. So, but there's a reality to it. And when you know, and you're feeling ready for it, you just take that plunge and you just, you, you learn so much. I mean, I've never done more than I think a week and a half on the road at once. And yep. for, for you guys, like, especially now that Kingston's about to do it, like, you, you're yeah. probably learning stuff every week, something different, not only about yourself, but also like all the gear and stuff that you have with you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had to minimize our life. I mean, we, we <laughs> sold, gave away, donated so much stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, just like a garage sale and at the end of the garage sale, it's like, if you give us 50 bucks, you can take everything that you can see in this garage sale. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's all gotta go. We can't keep it. Yeah. Uh, and we've even, now that we've lived in the camper for a couple months, I actually brought stuff back with me this time when I came back to Des Moines to put in storage. Cause it's like, we, we've realized as much as we thought we weren't going to be able to take hardly anything with us. We realized we brought too much stuff still. Like yeah. you figure out what you actually use and what you actually don't use. And you don't, you don't need the stuff you don't use, even though we put it in storage. Cause someday we'll probably have a house and a garage and want a lot of our tools and clothes that we don't need every day we want them back but yeah. but we still got rid of so much stuff it was actually kind of cathartic to to ditch things that we just were hanging on to because we had the space for them yeah um and we got rid of so much stuff that we just we were just keeping just because we had room for it yeah dude yeah. that's amazing i know the feeling and i've just lived it this last weekend <laughs> so. yeah you did yep. that's where kinks and i were just talking about it right before uh we hopped on the phone of just that feeling yep. of he just let go of so much stuff. You it's know? just like, so it's so wasteful and it doesn't feel very good to know that you wasted so much like space and stuff like it, you know, we donated a lot of stuff, but some stuff got thrown away, you Damn. know, and that's just seems, it just kind of sucks. Yeah. That it was so, it's so wasteful, you know, where, what is yeah, that? For sure. You guys, uh, there's a Netflix special and she was like a Japanese girl that would uh, show yeah. you how to clear Does things. Does it give you joy? Does, yeah. She <laughs> would like, like yeah. hold it. Do you have yep. a good memory? With Everything it? gives me joy. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I have, I'm keeping it all. <laughs> keeping it all. Yeah, like she, that's when I think it was way before COVID, but it was like yeah. when minimalism was at its peak of like sure, trend. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah, it's nice to get rid of stuff though, because then um, you kind of feel like you're starting from zero again. And yeah. Then, and then you can be more conscious of what you actually are sure. building. You know what I mean? Or like, putting do I need plate. another Nalgene? Do I need another freaking... Exactly. I had so many freaking Nalgene Water bottles. bottles. I'm looking now and like, it's yeah. so hard yeah. because especially us three, we probably have company... Like, we all do yeah. photo. People, you guys are obviously better than Some people give me I. like free ones and yeah. it's like, what do, I don't need it. But it's hard Why to say no. It? And then you uh, say, you, yeah. and then now you, now that you've both probably gone through this whole cleansing process, it's probably easier to be like, you know what? Thank you. But actually yeah. don't need another hydro oh, flask. Sure. <laughs> I take a quick break from the podcast and thank our sponsor, Onyx Off-Road. Onyx Off-Road is like having 5,000 paper maps in the palm of your hand. It's accessing the best trails, road data with the tap of a finger and it's customizing your maps through the way with track trips, waypoints, downloaded maps. Kingston's always on his phone, probably looking at some ridiculous TikTok when he should be using Onyx Off-Road. If you want to use Onyx Off-Road, go to our show notes for a discount code and back to the podcast. 
I've reached out to a couple brands and said, don't send me anything, please. Like <laughs> I, it's cool that you guys do that, but I, I've told them the situation. I'm like, I'm just going to throw it away yeah. because I'm yeah. on the road. Like there's no one to even give it to. Like, it's not like my friends are right here that are into truck stuff and they're yeah. wanting a Nitto water bottle. Like I have, I don't need any water bottles. We got rid <laughs> of Nitto water, water bottle. bottle. <laughs> it's funny that you said that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, it's like that. It's just like that grab bag type stuff that just yep. adds up. Yep. And like, I guess, yeah. I guess you could do like a giveaway, but it's like really like what what is an Nalgene bottle for another person too? Yeah. It's just like yeah. Well, and then um, too, then I have like I don't have like stuff here for shipping stuff. Like I don't yeah. have boxes here like in our, in our camper like I would at my house that I can send stuff to people. That's I don't have packaging point. tape. Like I'd have to go buy packaging tape. Like it's all the things that you just have laying around at a normal house that we don't have. And part of it, I have been, I listened to a lot of books on tape now when we're traveling. And one of them was, I think it was Marie Condon was that the minimalist lady that you were talking about. And I didn't, I haven't read her book, but uh, another guy, he always refers to her book in his minimalist talk. But one of his things that he brought up was scissors. Like you need one pair of scissors in your house and that's it. And I honestly, it made me think, I was like, wait, I have a bunch of scissors. But turns <laughs> yeah. out we, have five, we have five pairs of scissors in our camper. And my girlfriend was like, this is the most insane thing. We have this little <laughs> tiny place. You can always be within reach of one pair of scissors. So yeah. it's like one of those things that we still, for some reason I was like, Oh yeah, we need these scissors and we need these. I'm like, no, we don't. I have yeah. five pairs of scissors and I don't, and I need one. Like we, it's we, just little things like that that you don't think of that we just have collected even in this little camper. Yeah, we got rid of some scissors. Did you? For, oh, for sure. <laughs> That's so random. Because huh? I have like a sick pair of like scissors from Home Depot yeah. in the truck. Uh huh. But all the and then all the scissors in the house sucked, and it's like just throw them away. We just have the one pair. How now. crazy is that? There's yeah. like there's definitely the crossovers. <laughs> like for me, it was like the water bottle thing. Yeah, it's becoming yep. like an epidemic of water bottles yeah. in, in the cabinet. I'm there's like, definitely the fuck the, do we have so many water bottles. Hundred percent. There's things that we had so many fucking coffee cups. Yes. Yeah. It's just like I we would, don't. We I almost fell one. in the trap though when I was in Nevada. You know yeah. how Starbucks does like your location. Yeah. I'm a sucker. I think those are. I, super I do have cool. one one Dunkin' Donuts New Hampshire one that I cannot get rid of. See, but like, there's definitely but, levels you know, to it. Yeah. One Damn. is one is okay, but then to have one like coffee cups or they add up and they take up a lot of space <laughs> they're super bulky yep. <laughs> and need... they're not and they're not great for traveling either because they're very breakable yeah uh, breakable. they're rarely stackable yep uh but that is one thing too i'm the same way i love i love love cool coffee cups and nice like larger coffee mugs and <laughs> even when we were at Alyssa and i went to powell bookstore in portland before my flight on um, yesterday and they had a really cool coffee mug, and I was like, I gotta buy this. She's like, Okay, what? You have to throw away one of your other two coffee mugs. Yeah, like, you, can't, right. you can't get another one. And I was like, Well, fuck, I liked my other ones too. Like, yeah. So I didn't get a coffee mug because I I couldn't. It wasn't better than one of the other two coffee mugs that I have. <laughs> that's so. so <laughs> that's a really good way to do it. It's like, Hey, yeah. I really want to buy this Carhartt jacket. But you and have, it's like, yep. Well, if you do, you have to throw away and or give away one that you have, and you're like, Yep. Do I really need this damn yep. Carhartt jacket then? Yeah. No. 100%. It's <laughs> the way to do it. That's funny. So how's doing, is laundry super easy for you on the topic of clothes? Like, how do you guys do the laundry? Yeah, we do. And that's kind of what we've realized. We have too many clothes with us because we do laundry pretty regularly. If we're at a campground that has laundry, that's 
ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, we'll if we get enough laundry, we'll just go to a laundromat. Uh, and I mean, we've we've been lucky to find some pretty nice ones, <laughs> even in small towns. So Damn. it's it's tough. it's kind of like a thing to do too. If you're if you're just kind of like if the weather's bad or something, you can't go out and do anything outdoors. It's just nice to go to a laundromat. They usually have Wi-Fi. You can bum some Wi-Fi if you don't have phone reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, that type of stuff. It's actually, laundry hasn't been too bad at all. Sweet, dude. Yeah, I feel like there's the tips and tricks. And the more you're on it, like you're just, there's so many little, like like the yeah. laundry, you'll probably find like a, a awkward zen and just being chilling in like a nice laundromat, you know, <laughs> which is really yeah. bizarre to think about, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I'm sure you're going to have days where you have to just like chill out and that's the same as any, you would do that at home. A hundred percent. I mean, you, you might yeah. do, you might be able to do more within your home, but yeah. Like what is it to take a day and do some laundry? Yeah. Straight up. Yep. Um, when yep. you had that ton, dude, the craziest, I remember one of the craziest posts you did, when you had the tundra and I think you were wheeling in Utah and you blew your front. I think it was your left headlight out. How, yeah, how like, gnarly was that? I hit a cow in Arizona. Actually, how did that happen? What I did. I, it was late at night and it was actually, so it was, uh, at the start of the pandemic, it had just like the, I was on a road trip and the, the very maybe last night of my road trip, I stayed at a hotel on my way back to Iowa and that was the first time I ever remember seeing something of the pandemic where they, they wouldn't take your ID from you. You had to just like set it on a little square they had on their counter mm-hmm. and they would read off of it. And mm-hmm. so it was just at the very beginning, but in the Navajo nation, they had already been hit by it kind of. So they were shut down. And I remember cause I luckily I didn't need to stop for gas, but I drove by a gas station like, this is insane that they're, that the lights are all off at a gas station this time of night. Scary. And I went up there and the sign said, sign said, nobody's allowed inside. We're closed until further notice. Um, so I didn't even realize that they were under a lockdown. And so I was driving to the next town. It was actually, that was in Arizona. And I was headed up to Utah to Moab for an engagement session that I was shooting up there. And it was the middle of the night. I had no cell phone service and uh, was coming up behind another vehicle. So I had like, instead of having all my auxiliary auxiliary lights on shining everywhere, I had turned those off and just had my headlights on regular brightness. Mm -hmm. And a cow literally jumped out of the ditch. I assume like she was trying to run up the ditch, like got a, a, like a little head start and was trying to get up the embankment. And right when like I saw her head pop up and it wasn't enough time to like even try and swerve. And I didn't want to wreck the truck either. Uh, by rolling it but i mean just smoked her head and it sounded just terrible like she from the headlight to the taillight the entire truck was damaged all the way down the side oh my Um, gosh dude that is like a nightmare yeah scary and i pulled over to the side of the road and i was like holy crap my truck is not like i'm not gonna be able to steer or anything like this thing is ruined and luckily it was just a bunch of the fender and the, the wheel wells we're all like rubbing on the tire. So it wasn't actually that bad other than the cosmetic damage, but it steered and everything drove straight, turned around. Luckily the cow was dead. Cause I don't carry a gun. All I had was an ax. I'm like, do I like, do I kill the cow? Like, cause it's obviously this cow's not, never going to walk again. Yeah. Like, I, I was really nervous. Like, and I had no cell phone service. Like I couldn't call the police and they probably want to come out anyways, because 
they were on lockdown. They're like, we're not going to deal with you for a dead animal. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Um, so anyway, drove to the next town. It was our, it was after midnight. Called my insurance guy the next day, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. This is crazy. I'm going to have to have somebody call you, like somebody from Arizona call you through our company and, and deal with this. Anyways, figured it all out. They, they were like, you need to go back and file a police report. He's like, well, they're on lockdown. Like, what do you want? I mean, what do you, I don't think they're going to deal with this. Yeah. yeah, he's like, they finally said, yeah, we'll just treat it as a deer, like a, any other animal, blah, blah, blah. But one thing I had never thought of was they were like, well, the farmer could, because it's probably open range on the reservation. He's like, the farmer actually could come after you for damages. Like, that's I never what even I was thought thinking, of that. Like, that's it's like crazy. Property. Yeah. Yeah. Like never crossed my mind. So I do feel bad. Like when they had said like, you need to go back and file a report. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Like you guys are going to go after a farmer for $10,000 worth of damage to my truck for his cow that was just on the road. Like I was more worried that they were going to try and go after somebody for that. I never even thought that that could come back on me. Crazy. Um, but it ended up just, I mean, it was whatever. Uh, I mean, but I ended up, uh, that's how I ended up doing the, actually the, the, uh, fiberglass fenders and bedsides on the truck. <laughs> Cause I had to redo the whole side of the truck. And yeah. like, well, I might as well upgrade all this stuff. Damn. Yeah. That's well, uh, that is scary. I mean, that's why lighting is honestly super important. Yeah. Like it sure yeah. is and, like, it's nice, bumpers. but bumpers like the C4 bumper literally yeah. probably saved your life. If you think about it. Cause if not, yeah. and it whacked the wheel, and you could have easily flipped. Cause that's a big animal. It's not like a deer. Absolutely, it's, it's that's a that's a freaking you know power stopper right there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, so it, it was amazing. Shout out C four wow. bumpers, dude. That's freaking wild for sure. Yep, um, it was crazy, and it was yeah. it was just it was scary as hell. That's, that's for a, sure. I would give me some PTSD driving in the dark again for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, every and now everybody sends me like cow picture, cow on the road. They're like, "Oh man, is this too soon, Colin?" Sorry, there's <laughs> cow like, on the road. Fuck you, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get tagged in cow pictures all the time. But <laughs> you should you should make a powers four by four cows cow decal. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> like watch out for you know yeah, like uh, Jim Bob does yeah. break for snakes, break for cows. Yeah, yeah said, I break for cows. <laughs> Oh my god, that's too funny. <laughs> C C4 bumper versus cow. Yeah. Damn, oh, that's man. gonna be probably the title of this podcast. Powers four by four, C4 bumper versus cow. Yeah. Damn. Oh. Dude, I really appreciate it. This was good. And also it's like so funny with the podcast because like we don't I've never met you. Have you met him before? <laughs> yeah. What? Expo. Yeah, we uh, met at Expo West a couple years ago. 2019. Are you going to Arizona this year? I will be in Arizona. Yeah, I don't think I'll make it up to the Mountain West one. That's just too far of a drive from yeah. where we'll be in uh, Northern California. But yeah, yeah the, we're planning to be uh, down in the Flagstaff area for two or three weeks, probably. So sick. Cool. Well, hopefully, I get to we we'll get a meet up. I'm pretty sure you're going to be easy to spot. <laughs> yeah, I can't blend in any place. Six, eight, three hundred pounds. Like I just Shit. stick out everywhere I go. Uh, dude, you posted that picture of you, like the, the way, way, way throwback photo, and it, it was like heavy '90s, early '90s with the spiky hair, right? Yeah. It was like yeah, your college, man. your college years, and I was like, damn, that's yeah. Such a funny I worked throwback. at the bar. I had I had a lip piercing and a mohawk, and <laughs> had big gauge gauges in my ears like i went through a whole punk rock phase where i thought i was cooler than i really was <laughs> just like kingston oh yeah <laughs> he had he had was, gauges in his ears trying, ear to, too. trying to make up for my lameness 
<laughs> oh man well appreciate it colin um when we see you definitely down to grab some beers and keep the conversation going and uh we right both on. appreciate your support dude yeah yeah Good right chat. on man love the podcast so what do we have give us plug us you have powers four by four right yeah powers four by four is the the truck instagram and powers media house is my uh photography instagram which i post way less on there but i i'm trying to get better at that especially now that i'm out shooting stuff a lot more uh is post on the powers media house one so that one's kind of more usually landscape stuff uh and my powers four by four has kind of turned into my daily use one where i post on the stories and things like that nice okay and then do we find like do you have website do you sell you probably don't even sell prints anymore because it's almost impossible huh yeah, I don't. I I have a website, but that's we're, we are kind of reworking the Powers Media House website. Um, I have like shirts and hats and stickers on the Powers Four by Four one, um, but that probably needs to be updated too. But yeah, they <laughs> both have a website, um, and the Instagram is definitely where I'm most active. But they have Facebook pages as well. So sick, dude. Check them out. Check them yeah. out. Thank you, thank you, Colin. Appreciate yeah, it, dude. You. Have a good uh, rest right, of your week and guys. stay away from the cows, dude. Right, right. I'm in Iowa for sure. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll talk All to you right. soon. Later. Later, dude. So wild life yeah. on the road, huh? Oh yeah, living the life. You down? I'm down. We're gonna have a. We're gonna. We're gonna talk about that next episode. You've so. thought about trailers? Yeah, yeah. It's trail. Uh, pulling a trailer is a whole different uh, ball game. So it's like, you know, you're adding, you know, depending on how big of a trailer, you're adding quite some length to your overall, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if it gives you a significant amount more room, so that could be uh, a vibe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some cool, uh, off-road trailers out there too. So super cool. I don't know. I know you, you it's like, I don't really. I, don't, I haven't really seen many of them, so I don't know, like, quality-wise, like, if it's worth, like, Black Series. Like, they're, like, you know, $70,000 campers, but, like, have you ever, is it worth, you know? Have you guys this? ever just, like, walked into, uh, like, a giant RV or, like, a Winnebago and just, like, scoped them? We try it. So, we, we walked, we we considered an Airstream for some time, but yeah, it's but just the retro so expensive. Is, and they're expensive as fuck. Yeah, so we weren't able to do that, but... um uh we walked into an rv park or partly you know sale i don't know dealership lot yeah and they didn't have anything what it was just like but it was during covid yeah or i mean it was like uh last early or late last year i don't know something like that but uh might be a different story now we might i don't know we'll see but um, i just after hearing him talk about it i'm like damn the fact that like you have the 1500 eco diesel you can actually strip it a little bit like pull some stuff that you like ah, i'm not going to use this as much yeah lighten the load of that oh if i was going to do a if i was going to add trailer. a camper i would take out the whole goose gear system exactly and just leave the, the tent camper on yep actually i might even take everything off and just make it a truck again dude that's what people have been telling me about the f-150 i'm not in a position to sell right now like yeah. I'm just, I'm, there's too much shit going on but it would probably sell easier my truck as a fleet truck. Oh, uh, okay. So you literally take the wheels off. You put stock wheels, stock tires. Yeah. Take all the lights, the camper. Sell it all. And you just separately. sell it as a fleet truck. Yeah. Because that's what people always want. They just want like a simple fleet vehicle. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think your truck would sell pretty decently as as is, though. Yeah. But even if you took the camper shell off, I think it would sell pretty good. With yeah. Just the wheels and tires. Um, he was talking about waypoints, wasn't he? He For was what? like, because he, Colin was like, oh, we go here, there, and we try to track everything. Oh, I wonder yeah. what he's using. He's probably using Onyx. Has he shut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right guys next episode we're gonna get a little bit deeper into kingston's mind oh yeah we're gonna talk about uh what's going on and why we're selling truck and all that shit you never know by the time this episode comes out you might have sold the truck yeah or it may be. change your mind you never know <laughs> i can't change my mind <laughs> oh you're literally into the thick of it all right dude <laughs> laters all right load the truck and hit the road Is our home